Mark Podcast Show. People keep seeing the Mothman. It was a normal summer night for John M. Maitrio, A-M-I-T-R-A-N-O, working a Friday shift at security for Chicago's popular Logan Square hangout, the Owl. But when he went inside, he found something. He saw something odd. I saw a plane flying, but also moving, really awkwardly under it. Didn't look like bats so much as a, what the illustrations of a pterodactyls look like. P T E R O D A C T Y L S. The tenderness of its head and its wing shape. I know the birds and the bats look like. This thing didn't have any feathers or fur. It didn't fly like anything I've ever seen. Amos Trito added that anything he saw which according to him had muscular legs, jutting tailbone, human-like shape, fly, flew in, strange swooping motion, undulating up and down. After it flew away, he reprieved his phone from charging in a bar, texted his girlfriend and close friends to what happened. I remember thinking this was the first time in the world I had my phone charged and he laughed. What Emerito Sold that night was one of the 55 reported Chicago area sightings of a flying humanoid in 2017. The cancer varied from a large black bat-like being with glowing red eyes to a big owl or something that resembled a gothic gargoyle or mothman. Most of the eyewitnesses spotted a being in flight, but some particularly disturbed reports detailed it dropping into hoods of cars, peering windows are swooping down by bystanders as his mothman was captured the attention of the city from local media articles to rap songs halloween costumes and countless speculative facebook groups emerito later remembered seeing something on facebook about the sightings as he read it about it he contacted lou Strickler, s-t-r-i-c K-L-E-R, self-described Fortune researcher who's been compiling all the Chicago sightings in his website, Phantoms and Monsters. Stickler, whose book, Mothman to See Chicago's Winged Hemorrhoids, was is available to read. Had been investigating paranormal sightings since the 1970s. Claims to have seen both of Mothman and Bigfoot. Since the rash of sightings started in February, been painstakingly interviewing witnesses and documenting their accounts. According to Strickler, these Chicago sightings were unlikely anything he's seen in decades of escape alleged flying humanoid sightings. The greatest group of his sightings historical in cryptozoology terms. For one, it's happening in an area in a part, most part, there's so many sightings in one period. He added he believes that there are at least three flying humanoids around Chicago. Due to the varied locations, the concentration of sightings in certain neighbourhoods and the small differences in eyewitnesses' testimonies. Main reference point Sticker uses for explaining this phenomenon was the wave reported Wolfman sightings in Port Pleasant, West Virginia, from 1966 to 1967. There were several reports of a large man like bird who had glowing eyes. Local folklore. Later, tried, tried, 
tied the monster to a bad omen connected with tragic bridge collapse in 1967. The sightings were popularised by the John Keel novel The Mothman Prophecies, which was later adapted into 2002 films starring Richard Gere and Laura Linney. And since 2002, the town's corroborated the Mothman sightings of an annual festival. Stickler doesn't believe that the Chicago, Chicago people have been are seeing our homebangers of bad things to come. These beings are less aggressive than the one in present Pound Pheasant for the part, first, most part. I believe overall there's only one thing in Pound Pheasant area that's been doing that area. While he's not sure why Chicago is seeing what they're seeing, he knows I think they're flesh and blood beings and ain't the little world. Dr. David A. Gallo is a psychiatrist from the University of Chicago. Research details, research details, memory, specifically how people actually and sometimes incorrectly reconstruct the past, studying why people believe in, believe or are skeptics of paranormal, psychic phenomenon. A fan of the Mothman prophecies, he offered his own explanations of what happened in Chicago. Selective, simple sample. When people were choosing to report sightings, the basis of data upon which your your paranormal researchers are collecting is all self-report. It's not sampling random people. It's asking them if they saw the Mothman, just counting the number of people that voluntarily came forward to report a sighting. According to Galileo, the people most likely to visit a paranormal centre website like Shakers might be more inclined to believe in or therefore witness the existence of a Mothman. Ideas about supernatural can be culturally transmitted and socially transmitted. With instances of UFOs reported in the media or represented in popular culture, more sightings happen. I heard it called the Will Smith Factor. Right. The Shakers didn't buy that expectation. We have had many cranks from what I can tell which I think is pretty unusual, if the media would, would have pecked out on it more than, than it has. I think we would have more fraudulent sightings. So many things could be different factors for uh, why such a big uptick of the sighting, Gallio stated. Adding to that, he doesn't know that witnesses saw something out of the ordinary. There's some woman there where there's basically some real witness experience, but there are holes in the gaps. That original experience, sometimes the mind is unable to fill in the gaps. If something is suggested to them subsequently, as opposed to a scenario like a mothman or whatever, people might be inclined to fill the gaps with it. That. Well, Gladys' theory for what other people have been seeing slightly humoid might help smooth the nerves of Chicago people afraid to look up in the sky. Elementor still believes he saw something that night. The reason I said something in the first place is nobody wants to say anything because they don't want to be perceived as a crackpot or crazy person. That doesn't mean that these sort of things don't happen.